from the bottom, now we're here, girl. Oh, yeah. This is my heart right here. the Shady Pines and Afterthought Media podcast on which gay men discuss the Golden Girls. Today we're talking about season two, episode uh, two, titled uh, Women, I forgot to write the title in here, Ladies of the Evening. Uh, first, speaking of Ladies of the Evening, uh, please say hello to the latest star at the Burt Reynolds Theater, Mr. Adam Salandra. Hello, Adam. Um, thank you, Joe, for introducing me properly, and it's a pleasure to be here. <laughs> Uh, okay. I have a story to tell. Okay, good. Um, so everyone should know, you know, we've invited Adam to be, you know, the second chair, even though I think she should be the first chair and she and I will talk wow. about that. But can you, I, I feel like, you know, Jay had the recommendation, Jay Ellis, you know, everyone knows every America's favorite cousin, Jay Ellis, that, <laughs> <laughs> that, uh, you and I should switch off actually where one day you're first cha- chair and one day I'm second chair. I'm like, Oh, that could be interesting too. You know? But, uh, but you know, so I, I said, I'll get you a microphone, which is so funny because, uh, and everyone should know this is so funny. There's, this is such an LA problem. So I'm like, okay. Cause I actually, most of our co-hosts do not live in Los Angeles. You know, they live in other parts wow. of the country. And so anytime I've had this, I buy a microphone on Amazon. They get it the next day. End of story. But because <laughs> you live in a town where everybody and their motherfucking mother has either a YouTube channel <coughs> or a podcast. There were no microphones within, I guess, a 30-mile radius of you. They were going to get it to you Which for another two weeks or something, you know? That will never do. No. So, luckily, right by me, I just went to the local Best Buy. They're like, we'll have it for you in an hour. No one has podcasts out here, right? <laughs> so then, now, I toyed with the idea... <clears throat> Of just hiring an Uber and delivering, having the Uber deliver the microphone to you. That's rich. Think, That's rich. Yeah. But I think in normal times I would have done that. But there's this new thing now in uh, COVID coronavirus times. That's when we're, we're recording in October of 2020, everyone. That I, because uh, the world might be very different. Yeah. And uh, there <laughs> might not be a trip. world. Yeah. But uh I was like, I just haven't really had a long drive in a long time. And I was strangely looking forward to it. It Something I dreaded, you know, a year ago. Pre-pan. Mm-hmm. Pre-pan. Yeah. Pre-pan, I totally dreaded it. And I was like, God, how nice it would be just to listen to podcasts and uh, just drive, you know? So I'm like, oh, it's going to do it myself. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, I, and I go, oh, you know, I'm going to get some spicy chicken nuggets. It was oh, spicy what, an company, what a road trip yeah. snack. And a large diet Coke. I'm going to get that. Have a road trip. Listen to podcasts. Talk to people on the phone. Oh, what a great thing. So I do. And in fact, I even brought an extra Coke Zero. I knew I was going to oh. want to be drinking some more. Okay. Wow. Mm-hmm. So I drive in. I do this, that. I listen to podcasts. Have a long conversation with someone on the phone. 
by the time, because we're going to have something else has changed since pre-pan. By the time I get to your place, I have to pee so fucking badly. Oh no. That my bladder feels like it's about to burst. Right. Okay. That's, and that's I'm looking around. Yeah. And I'm looking around and I'm like, what am I going to do? Because <laughs> it is like, you know, pre-plan, like you said, or pre-plan, pre-plan, wait, pre-pan. I never said that. Yeah. Yeah. I would have just been like, Adam, I need to use your bathroom. I got to go to sure. the bathroom. I gotta pee. But this is no. In fact, Adam was very like, I don't want to see you. Please. We'll get to that in a second. He's like, just leave the, the, the microphone at my door. <laughs> And I was like, oh, okay, like, I get it, right? And I went and masked up, hair covered, everything, okay? Oh, thank God the hair was covered. I didn't realize that. Oh, yeah. Hair was, everything was covered. I went I went okay. in a hazmat suit. Okay. So you live in a building, and, you, and, you, and, you, and, you, and he did that thing where he just didn't even want to – he didn't even want the remotest – I'm talking to the audience, not you. He didn't even want the remotest possibility of talking to me. He's like, oh, I'm on a call. I'll buzz you in. Oh, so you thought that was fake. I, think, I still think it's fake. So anyway, so, um, so he buzzes me in. And I go in this, the world's oldest elevator. That's a fact. Yeah. And nice lobby, though. And I was looking around. Is, and then maybe, now I can ask you, is there a bathroom in the lobby? There is. It's behind a locked door. And the oh. door, I, even I can't open it right now oh. uh, because of the pandemic. They're not letting us socialize in our oh. common areas. Okay. So I, I can't find a bathroom. So I go to the, I'm, okay, I'm just going to go to the, drop this off and get out of here, right? So I know his apartment number. I get to his floor, okay? <laughs> it's a few floors up, I'm going to say. It's like I'm walking through the gulag. Or there's like, there's <laughs> like multiple doors I have to go through. And I go like, I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to find my way back. And everything <laughs> looks, I'm in the shining all of a sudden, right? No, that's, Every, that tracks. Yeah, it's dark and everything looks exactly the same with the same doorbell and everything. Like that. So I find his apartment, I leave it there, and I text him. Uh, okay, I left it. Bye. I'm out. I, I made sure I was out of the hallway because I'm afraid of this COVID too, right? And I find my way back to the elevator. Okay. I don't know if you know this. At huh. USC, the Department of Communications, there's no order to their doors. I don't know if this is still the case, but when I was in college, it was. Uh, and I didn't go to USC. I, made it. I insinuated I did, but I didn't. But I just knew this. <laughs> There were no okay. order to the door numbers because they wanted to force people to communicate and ask where a certain room number was. Oh. I think this is the same thing with your building. Guys, so I already have to pee, okay? Now, I don't have a solution in my head yet, but I have to pee really badly. But you, should tell, you can tell how frustrating this is. They could not make it more confusing how to get out of your fucking building. So first I go, well, first floor. I get on the first floor. It's just another one of these uh, confusing hallways. I go, okay. What? I go in there. Wait, are I you go, still in? Are you recording from my building right now? Because you I, can come in. <laughs> no, it's I not I that big a deal. So then I go, okay, it's on the ground floor. I hit G. It's a, a, a dungeon that I open it up in, right? I don't know what this is. Okay. And then finally I say, oh, it's L for lobby. Like, mm -hmm. could, could it? Has this happened before? Do you know what I'm talking about here? Uh. Not to me, because I was I being the rose here. Was I the rose in this situation? No, no. There, there are zero people that have not commented on the hallways and how to get back out. That I'm, that is true. Everyone oh, says that. Yeah. But this is the first I'm hearing about people not remembering that <laughs> the first floor is the first floor of apartments. That the yeah, we're also where the, the 
Yeah. And there's also a star on the button, which should have been a big thing. Now, listen, I was about to say, but yeah. I am not very observant, so I don't know if there's a star yeah. or not. But my guess is there is. So then I get back in my – I don't know what I'm fucking do because I'm literally about to piss my pants. Where I'm actually – I don't know if you've ever been in this situation. I'm like, I might have to pee my pants. So one of the things oh. that – I was concerned, like, well, I'm only, dri- I'm only driving home. I might need to pee my pants. Because now, again, pre-pan, I would just go to a Starbucks. I'd go to something. Like, you can't do that right now. There are construction. No. So then that's the other thing. There's a huge, I'm, and I'm parked right at the corner. There's a huge construction job going on on his, at the intersection on his street. That's true. And so I was like, maybe they have like a porta potty around here, but I didn't even want to deal with that. Right. So I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to fucking do it. So I take the empty McDonald's cup, empty out the ice, and I go oh. in the back seat and I fucking peed in the fucking McDonald's cup. Like a goddamn fucking heathen, right? I am impressed. Thank you. And then, but I was facing the sidewalk, and luckily there was no one on the sidewalk, right? And I zip my pants up, <laughs> and I turn around, and I think this is a constant thing at either your building or one of the buildings. There's a van full of old people, and some try to dial a ride. <laughs> That's true. Right behind Wait, were you me. out? No, I was in the car in the back seat. I tried to make okay, it look okay, like okay. I was looking for something. So with my other hand, I'm like yeah. throwing the same jacket up in the air over and over again. So it looks like I'm looking through my car for my keys or something. So I why I would be in the car looking for my keys, I don't know. But uh, but then I get out. I, I don't think they saw it. I think they really thought I was probably looking for something. But like I was like, that is awful. But I guess I'll tell you what. I didn't have to pee again. So there you it go. was relieving. It was, I, was I literally this last week had to pull out of traffic into a nearby Petco mm-hmm. to use the restroom. So I wish you would have told me the story. I could have uh, certainly not invited you in because I was mm-hmm. on that fake call, but I mm-hmm. would have at least um, told you where the nearest Petco was. Yeah, I should have. Done. Well, you know what's so funny is I didn't really have a because I came from a different direction. This I did realize it later. Uh, you are really close. A friend of mine has an office about two blocks from there. And I'm like, oh, I could have just gone to his office. So I didn't do that. So you All made right. a few wrong choices, but you relieved yourself. But you know what? End. You know what, though? You're telling me, I had this idea for a business, and I'm going to bring it back, where yeah. it was essentially grinder for bathrooms. Oh, my God. Yeah. But where, where it was is, basically, first of all, you can merge the two and grinder, like grinder hookups <laughs> can just meet up in a public bathroom. Perhaps. True. Good point, actually. But you know what I was going to say is like you pay a subscription Almost more like Uber for bathrooms or Postmates for bathrooms. So, like, it could be your house, right? But you're like, sure. oh, yeah, yeah. If you want to use my bathroom, come ahead. Go ahead. And they can go in and use the bathroom, and then you get some sort of, like, a dollar every time someone uses your bathroom. Yeah. You know, that probably would have been better pre-pan in terms oh, of yeah. a business. Mm-hmm. But uh, you never know. Also, why didn't out. anyone ever do I had another idea? Like, if you live by, like, a stadium, like, if you live by Dodger Stadium, where the same thing where people can park in your driveway. Yeah, um, is that not a thing? It no. feels like it should be. <laughs> no, they, I, that's another wow. business idea I had. They can probably you say you yeah. know, it's you and you you look on the map and it shows you the the driveways and how much they're going to cost. To no one steal this to park in I that driveway. Say, I don't know if you should be sharing your million dollar <laughs> ideas, but hey, too late. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. All right, so let's. Uh, we'll, why don't we do this? Why don't we take a break? We'll be back. Uh, where's the break thing? Oh, here it is. Uh, right here. All right, okay. we're back right after this. I'm going to go pee.
like it faded out a little too soon last time but they the people start laughing oh that's a good place no that's a good right that's good right there to fade it out right there never mind i learned where to fade it out adam hi how was that break for you um i was not as relieving as it was for you i'm sure but it oh, was a relief to to gather my thoughts so thank you was your the the once uh, you know when you opened the door was it sort of weird that there was a microphone sitting right there even though like, you knew I was dropping it off is that sort of bizarre you know no that's the very reason it wasn't weird at all I would say also I've gotten a horrific addiction to Amazon during the pandemic mm-hmm. I never shopped online beforehand for some reason mm-hmm. and now every Instagram ad gets me like a fool mm-hmm. and uh, so there's just always a I'm surprised that there's not a box at my door. Oh, so they actually, I was going to ask that. Do they leave it in the lobby? Or do they, they actually go through the build, through that horrible maze of a building and drop the packages off by the door? I'm going to start leaving them snacks now that you pointed out how difficult it must be for them. How or maybe like little McDo- empty McDonald's cups just in case. I'm, you know what's so funny is I was actually really mad at myself because I used to, I thought I used to drive a lot. I used to carry a little portable urinal. What? Why, I love that that shocked me more than you peeing in the cup in the back mm-hmm. seat, but mm-hmm. I just didn't know urinals were even portable. Well, they have they're for like old people, you know. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. They're these little plastic, and they, but what's great about them and why they're convenient is they've made it so it because it's hard to like when you're peeing in a cup, it's hard to get that angle, right? Uh, the sure. right angle, otherwise it's going to spill over. So these like these little urinal things, they're angled correctly so that you pee in it, but the pee's not going to really. It just does it everything for you. So you just stick your schlong in this hole. Right. You know what? I feel I feel like I shouldn't talk like this in front of you. I feel like you're a proper woman. And, oh, you uh, think that? Wow. We have so much we have so much to learn about. Well, we have other. we have twenty five episodes to go. But I know I'm, I'm the rose uh of this scenario accidentally, but uh, I can get down with some okay. schlong talk. Well, I know, I know, but you you know, you uh you have done these black box interviews where you're interviewing Susan Sarandon and whatnot. And so, you know, I got to be mindful of who I'm talking to anyway. Well, I've worked my way up. I, I did Susan Sarandon and the A-listers and now I finally made it to the peak, which is speaking to you I, about uh, your, you your peeing the car. Yeah. Oh yeah. There you go. Yeah. Well, I'm going to tell you. So then you pee in this thing and it angles correctly. And also, also the way it's created, you can then like, what do you, cause then what do you do with a pee cup? You know, I had to pull over and get rid of it. Right. Um, I threw it on a homeless person. I want to do my poor deed for the day. And, sure. um, but these, they have a cap that screws on and then they sit flat and they have a handle. God, I, I'm gonna go back and get another one. I'm not in line. Yeah. I'm gonna go back and get Please another one. Pick up two. Would you mind bringing me one to I my will, house? You know, and I'll pee in it for you. Yeah. Well, that thanks. way you can see how well it works. Love uh, it. first let's get into the plot. Um, by the way, oh no, I'm trying to get him, I'm trying to get him to be a sponsor. So I don't want to give him free advertising soon. Anyway, <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll drop it. I just found out about this wolf clothing. Do you, do you know about them? Like W-O-O-F? Yeah. No. I mean, I don't know. No matter how you spell it, the answer's no, but I want it to be sure. Yeah. I'm trying to give him this. I heard him on another podcast, and I go, oh, my God, these are so cute, and I bought them. So now I'm just trying to get him as a sponsor. I get free stuff. Oh, well, that's one way for me to hear about them. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, after an exterminator tells the girls the house has termites and will need to be fumigated, the girls decide to make a staycation out of it and get a hotel room in Miami Beach. It also happens to coincide with the good fortune that Blanche has scored Three tickets to the Burt Reynolds Dinner Theater and the exclusive after party that will have Burt Reynolds and his famous friends in attendance. The girls are ecstatic, all of them except for Sophia. 
who is not invited because there aren't enough tickets. Later at a hotel that Blanche found on the cheap, Dorothy, Blanche, and Rose are all arrested when they are mistaken for prostitutes. Turns out the hotel Blanche found was a haven for prostitution, and they've been ensnared in a vice raid. In the jail cell, the girls make nice with the other women. Sophia comes in ostensibly to save the day, but when none of the girls is willing to give up her ticket, Sophia snatches the tickets and uses them for herself. Later, as the girls mope about missing the event, Sophia is picked up by Mr. Burt Reynolds himself, leaving the girls dumbfounded and apparently admitting that they're sluts. Wow. You know, I would try and portray that in my acting class. <laughs> Adam, That's a throwback to the first episode. There if anyone- it is. Call back. <laughs> So, Adam, let me ask you this question. Your general overall thoughts on this episode. Um, I very much enjoy it. It's mm-hmm. wild to get the gals out of the house mm-hmm. and into not only a hotel lobby, but a jail cell. Yeah. Um, I love that for them. And then a big time guest star at the end, Mr. Yeah. Burt Reynolds. Mr. Burt Reynolds. Uh, who I, it's, it's sad to say we'll have to do as a reference on who Burt Reynolds is, believe it or not. But, oh, I'm uh, sure. Mr. Burt Reynolds. Um, now, Look, I don't. I don't think you've been arrested for prostitution. Uh, but by the way, I also feel that the attitude, at least with people who watch the show, has changed in that there's no sex work shame. But I think in this, it's sort of accepted that it's, it's shameful to be a sex worker. Oh God, definitely. That was the, uh, <laughs> the 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 overall theme for sure. Well, yeah. Rose tells that girl like, "What's wrong?" By the way, a girl who says, "I'm from the next town," and she's like, "Hey, toots, how you doing there?" And I'm like. What part of uh, Minnesota are you from where you sound like you're like uh, like uh, a bridge and tunnel girl? Like she's like not even like a Jer- like someone from Jersey in the movie Guys and Dolls in 1936. You know, like she's all like, hey, that Rose, what you doing now? Hey, hey, lady. And I'm like, who is this actress? But uh, but but you, I, she, have you it's a arrested? choice. She made a choice. She made a choice. Have you ever been arrested? Have you ever done any, any? Can you relate in any way to this episode? Um, I can't i was trying to think of something clever to say but i can't do that either i would say that i don't even really like concerts um not that i don't think it was a concert was it no was it, it, con- it wasn't the burt reynolds con- burt reynolds yeah. concert yeah I, don't, I didn't think he was much of a singer but uh unfortunately no i've never been arrested for prostitution that's mm-hmm. because i can usually get away and uh-huh. it's just never been an issue <laughs> oh <laughs> So, but you bring something up. The Burt Reynolds Dinner Theater, I didn't bring this up. I found this out last season, was a real thing. It was real. That wasn't fake. That was, there really was in Miami, the Burt Reynolds Dinner Theater. And he would get his friends to come over and do like, you know, it'd be like, you know, Charles Durning in uh, the Glass Menagerie or whoever he hung out with, right? And right. In the 80s, he was Burt Reynolds. Mr. Burt Reynolds was known for having sort of his own sort of rat pack. And that's who a lot of these people that they named that we'll go over in the references section. They were all Burt Reynolds friends. And uh, and so he would get them to do these shows. It, w- it was a real thing where they would put on plays and musicals and stuff at this dinner theater. Was he always there or he just – it was his name on the – I think it was just his name on there. But he may have done a couple of things there though. You can look it up. When they tell you who was there, you're like, hey, look, it's – both sad and also like, wow, that person did a show. Wow, it's interesting that they got like in Miami the, at, the, at a dinner theater. You know, they got that person. It's sort of interesting. Um, I wish dinner theater was still a thing now that you mention it. I've ever, have you ever been? I think, but only as a child. They're awful. I love dinner. I love theater. Like, They're what's awful. the problem? And it's it's awful because, first of all, well, what are your, you know, we, I, we you and I haven't talked about this. What are your thoughts just on like musicals in general? 
or plays? Um, it's a, it's a, here's where it is. Yeah. I sure. love them. Sure. But you, you, you wouldn't call me a theater queen because okay. I always forget to go see them. I don't even know what's hap- what what's currently playing, playing it. Well, mm-hmm. obviously nothing currently, but yeah. uh, pre pan, I yeah. just had no idea what was going on in Broadway and I still don't, but I do love it when I have the opportunity. What have been some plays? Cause I'm just going to push you here a little bit. What is, uh, what are some plays that you've seen that you really like? Um, well, I'm going to stick with musicals and okay. say Hello, Dolly. That's my favorite because I grew up watching the Barbara Streisand version. Sure. I just saw Hello, Dolly at the Pantages. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess it was last year now. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Certainly pre-pan, mm-hmm. uh, but I really like that. Mm-hmm. Anything well, else? Oh, that's about it. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I saw Avenue Q. Oh, really? Uh-huh. At the Pantages. No, but this is what I'm saying. Like, I'm, I, one of my greatest joys is probably mm-hmm. sitting down watching a musical mm-hmm. and I've probably done it three times in the past 15 years. So. Yeah. Yeah. What are you going to um, do? So I think I'm, I look, I would think I would consider myself more of a musical theater queen than you. However, <laughs> and this will disappoint a lot of my musical theater queens. I'm going to break something to you. Unless it's a Stephen oh. Sondheim musical, I usually yeah. think they're very silly. Okay. Well, I mean, that's fair. Yeah. Even including this Hamilton, right? That everyone's like, oh, it's the hip hop musical. I'm like, no, it's really not. Because what hip hop song, like, okay, you get senses. Do you know this Hamilton soundtrack? I know it, but I'm not drawn to it. Yeah, yeah. So, like, you know, the first song, which I think the first song is really good, the opening explain who Alexander Hamilton is, right? But then it ends, the song itself ends. In the most Broadway version of, of any song ever, I'm like, this is not, there's no hip, there's no legitimate hip hop person who, uh, you know, is, is like, <laughs> like, oh, this is, this is hip hop. And they're like, uh, Alexander Hamilton. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> okay. So here, look, I now I'm analyzing this here. So no, that's, that's, uh, that's what friend, you know, that song from uh, Alexander Hamilton. So you're here like, okay, all right, I'm here for this, right? But, sure. then, but then hear this right here. Here we go, the very end. What hip hop end like this? Alexander Hamilton. Yeah! Like what hip hop oh, song? Well, it's because the music went away for a quick second. So they were sort of like rapping the uh, Alexander Hamilton <laughs> instead of um, singing it. I think that's it. I just hate when Broadway songs do that. When they're like, Broadway! And they put their hands in the air. <laughs> I love that you love musical theater and also think it's ridiculous. It's, I very, it it's is, a realist of you. Because I think it's it one is. of the silliest things I've ever seen in my entire life. But I'm, I'm here for it. I'm here for it. And there's nothing I love more than making fun of musicals and how silly they are. Silly. Completely ridiculous. Sounds like a podcast spinoff to me. Oh, no. You know, talking about pre-pan. Pre-pan ruined one of my podcasts which now i'm gonna recruit you for when the pan's over oh my friend i'm so full of musical theater knowledge yeah you don't have to my friend laurie and i we were doing we were three episodes in pandemic happened we were doing a show where we 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 wanted to take it very seriously had that faux seriousness (laughs) but we'd go to high schools and review oh, their musicals. My god <laughs> please please put me in coach i yeah. need to do that it was called breaking legs and we <laughs> <laughs> and we would go see like you know we, what did we see we saw sister act oh. we saw we saw gypsy 
Wow. And what was the third one that we saw? Sister Act, Gypsy. I don't know what the third one was. And then we, uh, and then the pandemic happened. And because well, if you think about it, most musical high school musicals in the spring. Of course. Yeah. That's and officially the saddest thing I've heard that's happened because of the pandemic. All the gay kids can't do, you know, they're, they're, yeah. Uh, uh, Nor can you do the podcast. No, no. That was going to be one of my, we, we, everyone was so excited about it. Oh, wow. Wow. I can't now, now, finally, I'm ready for the pandemic to be over. Well, this in typical, in typical Shady Pine style, we're pretty much running out of time and didn't talk about the episode. <laughs> but, but here's the deal, and I'll explain this to you off the air, is that's exactly what this show is. But look, did, did you have any other – but we're going to get into like the, the, the other stuff where we can talk about it. But is there anything you wanted to mention? Um, there actually about- is. Two quick things. Sure. One is a, a read from Sophia that is mm-hmm. just epic. She, she says to Dorothy, <laughs> jealousy is a very ugly thing, Dorothy, and so are you in anything backless. To her daughter. Yes, yes. And there's another part where um, and it could, this actually comes up in season three or four uh, in negotiations. But um, when they're in the jail, uh, she's talking about Dorothy goes, hold on, I'll take care of this because I was in Attica. And she and then the the, the prisoner says, uh, Attica is a men's prison. And she goes, it took them a while to figure that out. Or something. <laughs> I love that. Be I Arthur. love. Go ahead. She yeah, she really leaned into the. I mean, are those considered transphobic jokes now? Because she's not trans, so it's no. it shouldn't be like she. It's literally she's just manly, and she well, leaned in, and I love that. She hated those jokes. Hated. Oh, them. she did. Hated them to the point where I think it was season three or four during negotiations. She demanded they stop because it's it's a fair point. You know, on the show they made fun of of Blanche being a slut, but Rue McClanahan isn't a slut. Yeah, and they made fun of Rose for being dumb, but Rose isn't dumb in real. Betty White's not dumb, but they were literally making fun of something that B. Arthur. I mean, I don't know if he's ugly, but like, but like they were making fun of her physical appearance, which that is B. Arthur. Yeah, she just <laughs> That's hated, a good, not a bad and, point. Yeah, and they were hate. She hated those. She did them because she's a pro, but she yeah. literally hated those jokes. And That's... so, uh, uh, yeah, so so bravo to for her for leaning in. Um, like you said, one more quick thing I want to no, go ahead. You have much so I have this world. book that like breaks down every episode and like they interview oh, some of the girls, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. In this one, just one line, uh, Rue was talking about the scene in the jail with the prostitutes. And she says, this one was a heck of a lot of fun to work on. For one thing, one of the little chippies in the cell with us was played by my niece, Amelia, before she became a very successful pet psychic. First of all, ch- chippies, chippies is the real reason I'm reading that because that yeah. was a, that was a choice. Yeah. But then to like try and be like, listen, she got out of the, uh, acting game to be a pet psychic. It's just, I, I love her. I real. need to find out which one of Amelia is one <laughs> big time. Two is, uh, if you want to watch something valuable is, you know, the Academy does this thing where they interview these old stars at length. They get their life on film, and it's actually very interesting. And you can go they, – they post a lot of them on YouTube. And the Rue McClanahan one is so good and obviously goes into her entire career. And she talks obviously at length about the Golden Girls. In fact, a lot of the stuff that we know about the Golden Girls comes from that interview. But what's funny if you watch the whole thing is you can tell she's such like a diva. And the young guy – I don't know which part it is, maybe even during the Golden Girls part – uh, asks her a question. It's not even offensive, but in a way, she just didn't like the way the question was asked. I don't remember what it was. It wasn't even super offensive. And she kind of schools him right there on camera. 
and oh. uh, gives him some attitude, some Rue McClanahan attitude. See, that's that would be disturbing to me as a uh, entertainment reporter when yeah. a legend is upset. Because she says, she goes, so do you want to ask that question again in a different way? Something like that, right? Did anything ever like that happen to you in your television reporting days? Um, just pretty much Susan Sarandon, as I said, being upset that I didn't give her time to answer. But uh, no, I tried to get right out of the biz before anything went down like that. Don't you think that Susan Sarandon being in as long as, it, as she has, that she would know that it's not you? I would think that, but instead I think Susan Sarandon being in it as long as she has just simply didn't give a fuck. So she she had something to say and she was ready. See, Adam, I think you're learning. Look, we're ready at time, but we have so many things to talk about. Um, let's we'll, we'll, we'll buzz through these references and get the right the hell out of here. Burt Reynolds, it's hard to believe at the time his star was probably just starting to fade, but was like a giant, like one of the most famous movie stars of the seventies and early eighties was Burt Reynolds, right? And right. Uh, and so this is like a big get for the girls is to get Burt Reynolds on the show okay huge movie star on the show big deal seen you know it's so funny there are these men and i always think there's like a venn diagram that men that women find attractive and gay men find attractive and then there's some who are just outside of it like does does i don't know what your type is uh as but does burt reynolds do it for you um it, it's definitely a hard no <laughs> But I'm willing to think that back in the day when, mm-hmm. uh, like, I, I'm a, I'm a definitely a big follower. If everyone mm-hmm. likes someone, I'll at least think about it. Mm-hmm. Um, so certainly, certainly, if Mr. Burt Reynolds was famous now, I'd give him a, I'd consider him. And either way, I wouldn't turn him away. I mean, oh really? That goes without saying for pretty much most human men. Oh really? Wait, wait. Oh. I think the Blanche is coming out here. The the Blanche just fell right out. I feel you've been all three today. Yeah. I feel there's um, been some Rose, there's been some Dorothy, there's been some Blanche. Oh, well well rounded. What do you what can I say? Yeah. Uh meanwhile, I was the exterminator, which is bizarre. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> they make a reference speaking of musicals to Avida very briefly. Uh I guess they screwed Sophia out of Avida tickets too before Avida <laughs> and Avida musical by Angela Lloyd Webber. Um about Ava Perone, Dom DeLuise, big famous friend of Burt, of Burt Reynolds, but also a TV star in his own right. Um, and uh, fat guy. I don't know. He's a famous fat guy. I mean, I, I couldn't even tell you. I feel like he's one of those people, like a lot of the Burt Reynolds friends, where they were more famous for being on talk shows than anything. Sure. My guess is he'd be thrilled that his legacy boils down to fat guy. So I wouldn't worry about <laughs> going any deeper into that. I think well, you no. nailed it. He was in It's a Mad, Mad, Mad World as a fat oh, guy. He that's was true. And I he, love that yeah. role for him. He's literally in a movie called Fatso. Okay. Oh, well, there you go. He literally <laughs> came out with a line of uh, pasta sauces, you know? Uh, <laughs> he's also in the long line of old-timey stars I would see at the Magic Castle. So I used to see him oh. wheeze, wheezing up and down the steps at the Magic Castle. Well, um, Lonnie Anderson, uh, she was like, again, 1970s, early 80s, like blonde bombshell was on the TV show WKRP in Cincinnati. 
later married Burt Reynolds. They were married for a long time and they were kind of Hollywood's like it couple. Um, they make fun of Charles Nelson Riley. He to me, do you know who Charles Nelson Riley is, Adam? Um, I mean, again, I know the name, but I, I, even sometimes when I know a name, I'm like, mm-hmm. do I even know it from life or do I know it from watching the Golden Girls too much? Oh, is it really? Um, so Charles Nelson Riley, there was this, there was this era and sort of interesting, uh, of like, I wonder if the cell, have you ever seen the documentary, the celluloid closet? No. Oh, it's really good. You should watch it. It's about the way gays were portrayed in the media throughout the oh. year, through film in the years. So interesting. So, so interesting. But there was, uh, a, a time when they had these actors who were clearly gay and it was sort of like a wink, wink. I'm a, a gay guy and let's make fun of the gay guy. Let's make fun of the queer. You know, sure. like you have Charles Nelson Riley was one of them and then you have, um, What's the name of the guy from Hollywood Squares and Bewitched? Is it Paul Lind? Paul Lind was one of them. Thank you. And Charles Nelson Riley was one. He always showed up with glasses and he had like a, a cravat. He'd be like, oh, 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 you know? <laughs> yes. Okay. I'd actually totally know this. Yes. Yeah. And so he was, again, he was in that bit Burt Reynolds uh, little click, right? And they, for some reason, he got the, <laughs> the butt end of the joke. By the way, little weird trivia well, is Burt Reynolds and his friends invented the game i can't remember if it was pictionary or win lose or draw but they used to just play it with their friends where they had a draw and it turned it into a board game because they would play wow. it at their fancy hollywood parties now that's innovation yeah they mentioned john forsyth at the time he would have been a big star he was a big tv star he was like sort of the male lead the handsome older male lead on the show dynasty and he was like this suave, sophisticated, rich guy, but also just a TV character actor. Did you know who he was? Uh, I've, again, familiar. All right. You know what? This is going to become a quiz on Adam now. All right. No oh boy. Ed McMahon slash Publishers Clearinghouse. Oh, yeah. They're bringing the big check to you. Yeah. They still do the Publishers Clearinghouse, but it used to be Ed McMahon, who was the sidekick on The Tonight Show, was the spokesman. And he would bring the check to your door and surprise you on camera. That was always so, the dream. That was the dream. Okay, here we go. I know you're a theater queen. Here he goes. This is going to get harder <laughs> and harder. Ethel Merman. Oh, what a voice. And I do mean what a voice. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I'm always shocked that that was like the biggest Broadway stars of the time. Cause yeah. <laughs> but yes, I know Ethel. Well, you know your favorite musical, Hello, Dolly, was originally written for her, but she couldn't do it because I think she was tied up with Gypsy, I think. So, uh, they, and that's when it went to Carol. That's when it went to Carol Channing, but the show was written for Ethel Merman. Ethel Merman finally did it years later, but the show was originally written for Ethel Merman. Yeah. Uh, okay. Here's another one. Cause they they didn't even actually directly say this. I just knew who they were talking about when Rose, I mean, this is going to be a hard one. Here goes a tough one. Okay. I'm ready. Here we go. Rose says that she back at home, she, whether she lost out on being butter queen. Sure. And Blanche says, oh, I loved her in Gone with the Wind or something like that. Do you get that that one over my head? Okay. Wait. Yeah. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead, please. She's making a reference to the actress Butterfly McQueen, right? Mm -hmm. Who played sort of like the mammy type uh, super offensive role in Gone with the Wind. Yeah, right. Right. But um, really high pitched voice like, oh, me. 
Scarlett, you know, and right. um, won the Oscar for, I think she might actually be the first black person to ever win the Oscar. Believe it or not. And that was her name, Butterfly McQueen. I, Butterfly I'm McQueen. I've never yeah. heard that. And uh, she won the Oscar for Gone with the Wind. Because uh, I think it, I think also the, the, the terrible thing was, I don't know the exact thing here, but of course, you know, I don't know if have you guys have ever heard about this, but racism. And oh. I feel like there's something weird about her winning the Oscar. Like maybe she couldn't go to the Oscar parties or oh my God, I'm, there's some I'm sure weird thing. True. Yeah. There's some weird, horrible thing about her getting that Oscar. Like you're like, that is so fucked up. Like it's so weird. At um, least everything's better today with race. That's the good news. <laughs> like, I'm glad we're out of those times. Yeah. Yeah. So glad it's over. Uh, yeah, Olivia yeah. de Havilland, uh, a very famous actress. She was in Gone with the Wind. She just died recently. Yeah, I was going to say I did know that. Yeah, and she that's just she died. really hung in there. She really hung in there after suing Ryan Murphy. Uh, yes. And then finally, they mentioned Jerry Reed, country singer, but he was in that uh, Burt Reynolds click. You know, Adam. Before we get out of here, you know, what we got to do. We got to rate the episode on the number of cheesecakes. Let's start with you. You were now. You were really hard on the first episode uh, for uh, the first really episode of last season. Yeah. Gave it three yeah. cheesecakes. And uh, this time I'm hate to tell you it's going even lower. What? Just kidding. Oh. No, I'm just kidding. I, this is a great episode and I will give it five cheesecakes. Whoa, you uh, are you are so harsh. I'm all over the place. That no, is five. So... Five is good. Oh wait, is one out of ten? Oh. oh. Oh, you didn't know it was ten cheesecakes? <laughs> So when no you, wonder you thought that was so harsh. Yeah, I was like three cheesecakes. Holy shit! And when you were saying you gave them all five, I was like, oh, I didn't expect Joe to be that generous. <laughs> yeah, I think I gave so them five. Okay, please forgive the three. That was that was a little too harsh last yeah. week. Um, and and now to say, now that I know it's ten, this one gets six cheesecakes. That that one. And then what does this one get? No, I'm sorry, Burt Reynolds gets six. Oh, Bert, but what does the other one get? The yesterday, the, the pilot one- will say four. Four. So it just went up one? Well, I honestly, I'm just moment to moment and very present, Joe. So sure. like, I can't even remember. Now that we're talking about the second episode, yeah. okay. it's hard to say. All right. So you're giving this. I'm going to give this one. This is a very, very good episode. I'm going to give it an eight. I think this is an eight for me. For yeah, that's Burt Reynolds Dinner Theater. Ladies of the Evening and the Butter Queen and the lines and the jokes and the eight. Hard eight for me. All right. Uh, well, we will, which also the name of the porn I'll be watching after this. But uh, <laughs> it has, um, you know, there's that porn star, uh, Johnny Rapid, who, sure. you know who he is? Yeah. I mean, I, of course I don't, but I have an idea. And, yeah. Um, What's funny with Johnny about. Rapid is I look at him and I go, I would never like you. I don't know why I am so – I'm not a huge fan of his, but I, I will check out his stuff if it uh, – if it, I think it it's and, – and this is going to sound like I'm making a joke, but I think it's his acting um, because there's a – he turns something on that you're like, oh, okay, yeah, sure, why not? <laughs> Uh okay. Uh, you know, other than that, that's all we have. Um, no. Wow. Next week there's a good time capsule, but this week nothing really happened during this week. Uh, in um, Golden Girls uh, history, Adam, another great episode, another another fantastic one in the can, and uh, the I think us going eight minutes over is a testament to how interesting you are. Uh, but you know, thank you so much for. Oh, are we friends yet? Are we friends, Adam? 
Um, let's go ahead and consider ourselves friends. All right. Well, then thank you. For being a friend? Uh, yeah. I, I was doing that long, dramatic thing. on. I'm going to try it again. Thank oh, you. Sure. You did Okay, get Jay, Ellis, get, Jay Ellis, get Jay Ellis on the phone. He's a pro. That would have never happened with Jay Ellis. All right, here we go. Here we go. All right, we'll try it again. Here we go. I cracked my neck, kind of. Okay, here we go. Adam. Thank you for being a friend. Wow. I was so nervous. I wasn't totally sure if I was supposed to step in there or not, but I didn't want to mess it up again. Wow. Um. Hey, see you at Wolfie's. Thank you for listening to Shady Pines. You can find Adam Salandra on Twitter and Instagram at Adam Salandra. A- Wait, why did I pause there before I said your name? Do you hear that? I, I, to, let me go back here. I'm going to go. Maybe I had to check. Yeah. Who, who am I doing? <laughs> you can find Adam Salandra on Twitter and Instagram <laughs> at Adam Salandra. That's A-D-A-M-S-A-L-A-N-D-R-A. Uh, you can find Joe Batanz on Twitter and Instagram at J-O-E-B-E-T-A-N-C-E. Shady Pines is an Afterthought Media podcast.